0: Welcome, listeners, to Dark Tides, season three, episode five, maybe. Yeah, that's where we're at. Um, I am Aubrey Lyddon, your show creator, host, narrator, friend, and here with me, as always, is Chester and Vijay. Please. Hey. Yep. Okay. Good. You first. Please stop. All right, We are on right. time limit for this one. So. I'm so glad you dr- you dragged that out for so long. If
1: you can't tell, we are running out of time.
0: You get to hear it. Hi, guys. My name's Chester Liddon. I play
1: Ernest Marsh, camp counseling of anti-vape enthusiast.
0: Anti-vax.
1: Cringe RR uh, uh, Nene boy with his granola bars. He's still got that um, egg uh, sandwich in his pocket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: That Big Alst- sandwich Alistair Alst-
1: gave him. Oh.
0: Oh, you didn't eat it?
1: I don't know. I didn't say he ate it, so I was just like, I don't know what happened with that. Um <laughs> It's in a pocket now. He's out here, he's uh go's brother again, he's having a good time. Good.
0: Nice. My name is BJ, I play <gasps> someone else by the name of Alistair Stern. He's old now, he's 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 married, he's got a child, and he's still frustrated by things he can't control or understand. <laughs> No fun facts because we got to start the episode quickly because everybody has to go. Peak level dad, yeah. He's a dad and he's frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand mm. this and that makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that sounds like dad energy to me. That sounds about yeah. Right. In the last episode, you. Uh, Spent a little bit of time in Ravenholm as you got yourselves together and prepped for your excursion. Ernest had a whack dream. <laughs> it's Ernest had a weird whack, dream, my dude. Ernest, Ernest had a dream, and he met uh, a new oh yeah shepherd. that
1: we didn't even talk about that in Breaking Times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we we met Luna. I was going to mention it, and then I totally forgot. Yeah, we met Luna, the shepherd of the dreaming. Um, who, in some way, we understand. Good Carrie, for her. Yeah, Carrion has has. Given up Ernest into her care? I'm over it. It's the, it's the um, Andy meme with we. I don't uh, want to play with you, with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, you made your way... Alistair's his favourite now. Gave him a <laughs> knife and everything. You made your way to the radio station and you were surprised to find it in a completely different state than you expected. And you have... It was in Ohio! You very quickly uh, discovered that some kind of weird alternate world, multidimensional time travel shenanigan-esque things were going on. Uh, And (laughs) Alistair was unhappy with it. (laughs) Solid. Yeah. Uh, And that's where we'll pick up now. Mr. Pop... (laughs) Alistair, you reach out and you you take the hand of this strange figure with its crystalline head, um, and I got a roll for you. Got to roll. Ooh, would I have healed back to full health? Sure. Uh, well, I was only four points <laughs> underneath. What's so your You're full health? You're gonna want 50. that. Fifty. Yeah. You take thirty-one damage. I've never taken 31 damage for anything! Yeah, you take. It's been stabbed in the lung I've and d- it's still didn't I've done d- two seasons of this show and I've not taken anywhere near that amount of damage. You reach out, Alistair, you take the hand, and for a moment you feel this vibration run up your arm. Aubrey's into your not head, playing nice anymore. And then there is this ripple. And you feel your hand shake uh, uncontrollably for just a moment. And then your skin all the way up your left arm, right to the shoulder and across your back ripples and begins to rupture in crystalline spikes. Oh, your your shirt oh, rips. vomits in the other room. He doesn't know why. <laughs> your your and, and these crystals are uh, several centimeters long each, and they are erupting out of your skin, out of the bone. Oh, great, great. No, I wanted that to happen. Content really warning. Did. Um, <laughs> now? Sorry, I forgot. Um, we'll edit it in post. Yeah. Ches, to say the episode's going to be scary now, so you can put it in at the start this of the episode.
1: episode's, This episode's going to be pretty spoopy,
0: guys. Pretty pretty spiky? Pretty... Yeah. yeah. Um, you feel it begin to tear your skin all the way oh. up your arm as it ripples up oh. and across your left shoulder. And, and I see this happens like, instantly, right? Almost instantaneously. Great. Right? Uh, and then... There is a psychic scream in your head, good. this pounding pressure as you to your knees. Um, and there is no blood. You actually see that the crystals that have formed out of your skin are dark red, almost as though the blood in your arm has been turned to crystal. Oh great! No, that's good. I like that. I believe I had prepared an action you if did. anything went wrong to yes, teleport the heck out did. of there. So I guess. I mean, I would react instantly, but if this happens yep. so fast that I don't even you, I can't even the, react to it, potentially, if you react immediately, by the time you're back in the it will have the place it will have done. already taken its yeah, effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay, I'm down to 19 health already. Yep. Ooh. And I, yeah, I, I teleport out of there. Yeah. You crash into the ground of the um, the radio station in the foyer as it is in its 1960s state. That's where you are. The radio is playing. Uh, some it's now some like surf rock, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Um And Ernest is not here. Okay, so I'm kind of nearly on the ground with my hand up, my right hand up, because it was stabbed into the yeah. desk. Oh! <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Okay. Mm, good. Can I move my left no. arm? It is. You oh. can move it in the sense of, but it, it's causing you. Agony okay, to move. Good. All right, I'm going to pull the knife out of the desk and mm-hmm. look towards the doors. Is that thing there? No. Okay. Oh, good.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: time travel. Um, well, I don't know where you've... I know where you've gone, but Alistair doesn't know where you've gone. So, I guess well, if I will is still thinking time travel. He might... If House is not there. I might think that it's just some weird yeah, time dilation thing. So, I guess I'll run out the front doors just to see All if right. anything on the outside of the building has Roll changed. Roll D10 and D6. Uh,
2: uh.
0: It goes back. If you send me back there, I will not be happy. It's up to the rolls, my dude. A one and a nine. A one on the D6 and a nine on the D10. Okay, in the nine, you you like push open the double doors that would lead into the car park. Weren't they open already? No, they close every time you enter an opener and they're closed. Oh, they're like You push like, your oh, way okay. open and you step into a small cramped break room and it is uh, completely deserted. You can see that part of the ceiling has kind of like fallen in a little bit like the rock, mm-hmm. the uh, the... Ceiling material has like begun to break and has dropped down. Yeah. Um. There, there's dusty furniture in here. There's shredded paper all over the ground. As you kind of step through the door, a, a colony of cockroaches just slip underneath a, a cupboard. And you're Brothers, standing in a very. You're standing in a very small, ah! shabby break room that looks did like. They, it hasn't did been... they used to look like a couch that then disintegrated into the cockroaches? <laughs> yeah, you can't say. <laughs> uh,
1: Brothers, flee! <please.
0: laughs> No, not flea! cockroach. <laughs> 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 but like thousands of those little cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will return Wee. to Ernest. Ernest, what are you doing? Um, okay, Ernest is following after the the thing that he saw. All right, you head to the end. the The corridor is like an L shape, curves to the right. Yep. Um, and you see there's, there's a number of doors. There's doors to the recording room, to the storage room, to the switchboard to um, the bathroom, the break room. Uh, this is going to go for the recording room, and he's going to
1: grab onto Edgar's hand, and he's going to kick the door open. All
0: right. I got a four and a one. Uh, with a one, you crash out into the car park once again. And with a four... Ooh, with a four, you crash out into the, into the car park... As it is present day, uh, Herb's van is there looking sun bleached and pale and you can see the track through the grass that you've made. And there is a split second where are like, okay, well, that's weird, but nothing's out of the... And then your feet leave the ground and you begin to fall upwards as gravity reverses and you are dropping out of the sky. And you are just wow. falling into mist. And you are clinging onto Edgar and you are just falling and falling and falling.
1: As they're falling, they're kind of like Being buffeted around And as this like comes back around To making eye contact with Edgar He's just
0: smiling Edgar is just Stony faced staring at you I hate this It's alright I hate this It's alright I'm gonna eat Alistair why? He because didn't... I hate this! Give me your hands! Give you me... have it! Give me your other hand! I'm not! Give it to me! Make me! <laughs> he's like, holding it out behind him, he's like, no! <laughs>
1: Don't make me! Make, make me. me! Uh, Ernest is going to do Alpha Command on him. Seven plus three, that's ten. GIVE IT,
0: it to, TO ME! me. gives you other hand.
1: Thank you, I'm sorry I had to shout. Alright, and the, the, um, the, uh... The lantern is like swinging around him, he's like tucks it around his arm so he's holding onto the rope And he's going to focus again It's all... just... Magic? I don't know, we just... We just anti-magic, we, you know, brainwave, we just do it again, alright? Focus with me?
0: I love how your argument was... As you were doing this... I'm gonna explain exactly what's going on, I don't know how it works, I... I... i not a clue (laughs) It's just magic! (laughs) As though that explains something um. All right. Try. All right. I uh, will focus, and I will spend another hold. All right. As you begin to like open up your mind, the way that you do to use the lantern, there's kind of like there's a there's a bit of a release of your conscious mind on what you're doing. It's like a doing. give and take type of thing. Yeah, like you're to open of, to push. You're kind of yeah, and as soon as you begin to open, you feel this pressure, just like before, this barreling down pressure pushing, trying to get in, hitting hard against your brain. Uh, and you, you get the sense if you open any more, you are at risk of letting this in. Don't do it. Your brain will turn into a crystal. <laughs> you don't know that though. No, I don't. Roll a D six and a D ten for me. That is a six and a five. All right, you, uh, you, as you are kind of like contemplating this this stalemate that you seem to be at. You open your eyes, and you are f- falling vertically across the ground, heading straight for the front doors of the of the um, reception ah! <laughs> as you crash into them. So a four. And a five. All right. On a four, you <laughs> crash into the storage room. Wow. <laughs> Yay. With a five. Uh, like the cockroaches. No. <laughs> with a five, everything in this room. Are different dark tones of blue, and it is cold. Oh, it's a different story. Oh, of course, it is. Alistair, room. you feel you are in this storage room. You're looking around. It seems to yeah. be present day. <laughs> oh, you're also in the storage, and you just feel you just feel, yeah. you just feel this kind of gust of air, and you're like what? yeah. What's that? You hear just off, like on breathe, <laughs> <laughs> and then all of the cockroaches just move a bit. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> but nothing happens. In nothing the happens. So, Alistair, we're back with you. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Alright. Time to break something. I'm gonna go up to the nearest wall and punch a hole through it. Alright, you uh roll a D twelve for me. Is it to hit or is it an unarmed strike? See like if you damage? hurt yourself from, from punching a wall. Oh, okay. Two. Two. You take a D4 damage. Cool. This is to your right hand. <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> Four. Great. You, you don't have health to be wasting like this. It, and what else are we gonna do?
0: And you you basically you punch through through this sort of Fairly thin chipboard, but you scrape yourself on like um, like metal bracketing that's inside it to to hold yeah. the work. And you're, it just goes right through, I and you can it. see that's you fine. can see through into the bathroom that's next door. Ooh. So you're like, hmm. That's not the outside. That's not good. It's not the outside. That that and it's also in the same condition as as the room you're currently in. Cool. Okay. Uh, I kick a hole in the other wall. This time I'm kicking it so I don't take damage. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's um, board. This one you're kicking through and you, you begin to see... Oh, this time I, like, knock on the wall to make sure I'm going between yeah, a stud. And I kick... Like, I probably should have planned this um, through a little bit. There's, better. like, boxes and things in front of me. You think maybe that that's the, maybe that's the switchboard room. Okay. From what you're remembering, like, I think that's which one it is. Okay. So I've, I've passed through two of the walls. And so yeah. now I'm going to do the third one, which hopefully will lead me outside. The outside one's go. brick. Ah. All right. cool. Kick it. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right. Is it, mm, are there any lo- Can I roll to see if there's loose bricks? Is there a window no. you could throw the knife through? Oh, is there a window in this room? Yeah, there's like a little one okay. for ventilation and stuff. This is this is the break room, so there's like a okay. little wind open. Um, I'm gonna pick up. Is there anything like there's sharp there's, or just something that's not covered in cockroaches? It's like a little kitchenette thing. Through. So yeah, you could right, find. I pick there. up a kettle and I th- throw that through the window. Mm. Breaks, cool. I. Hmm. How big is the window? Can I just look out the window, or is it too high? It's kind of high, but you could look out of it if you kind of crane your head. Yeah, it's okay. not. Yeah. What do I see? You just see the grass, and you see the fog. Does it look normal? It does look normal. All right, I throw the knife through. Okay. It yep goes through. All right. What do I sense on the other side? Outside. No <laughs> You c- sense the worms. No nasty crystal man. No nasty crystal man. Nothing moving. You sense worms in the ground. Mm, great. Don't great. trust the but, worms. But a normal amount of worms. <laughs> okay, all right. Not a concerning amount of worms. No, what you would expect is the normal amount of worms. You hear a ks, right. ks, 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 as a
1: worm starts to come closer and open its mouth towards the knife. Mine, I think. <laughs> I just teleport
0: inside a worm's head. <laughs> uh, okay, so before I go out there, I'm gonna open the. Is the storage room door behind me closed? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna open that. All right. Roll again. I'm not going through. I'm just opening it. Uh, darkness it's like whatever room you are not in is permanently in this sort of shadow that makes it hard to see. Okay. Uh, Until you start to move through it and then you are just in that room. Yeah. Almost like it skips the transitionary period. Yeah, sure. Uh, Well, the knife's outside in a calm environment and the last time I teleported back to the knife, it took me back to the original state that the knife was in. So Mm -hmm. I assume that's how it works. So I I walk through the door. Okay, roll for me. God. D10, D6, Df- no, no. D6 is a four, D10 is a nine again, and nine and a four. You walk right back into wait, which D9? Yeah, you walk right back into the break room, and you, <laughs> for a second it's normal, and then you just fall upwards and you crash into the ceiling, and you, oh, it same is time just, as just well, yep. yeah. Um, All right. And you're just now like crumpled on the ceiling and your arm hurts a lot. Okay. I will. will I, I prop myself up on the door because now gravity's yep. like the door is. You part have to way climb up, up the wall. Yeah. Uh, and I go through the door again. Roll again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the D9 is a 1. Sorry, the D10 is a 1. And it's a 4 again on the D6. Um, it's the again. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. If I yeah. keep going through doors, I'll Do figure I, out what. You go out the car, the lobby door, out into the car park, and you go up, and you fall, and you fall, and you fall. No, I don't, because I re rolled my prescience, and I have a 1 in my prescience. So I'm going to substitute the 4 on the d6. This is this is me trying to break down how Orbra's mechanics work. I'm going to r- substitute my 4 on my d6 for... A one. I'm gonna let that that slide. All right. You fall out. The door. Calculating the
1: future possibilities. I'm able to change the gravity of this next. <laughs>
0: well, round. yeah. Like I, if I if I can figure it out, I still have two prescience numbers left. I might be able to force the right outcome. Yeah. And you oh, fall out door cool. into the car park. As it seems is your normal reality. The fog is there, the <laughs> Is the knife there. Does yeah, he... you can sense that it's off in the grass on the other side of the building. Does he see Edgar in the sky? No, you guys you are guys are. Are we both in went together? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was worried there was just an you way no, okay. You're in the break room in the dark blue mirror kind of dimension. So if thing. we roll a one and a one, we're in the real dimension. I assume the D ten is which place we go to and then the d4 is which reality no the d10 the D, is which reality and the d4 is what the conditions effects. apply to it so like when i rolled yeah, but, a I mean six they... or whatever that's the bad guy we... one is normal four is upside gravity
1: yeah but this is so the 10 is the room yeah the four is the reality that we're into because mm-hmm. yes. it's the glass reality the upside down reality type
0: of thing uh... uh-huh.
1: So there's Sorry. only f-
0: so many ways we can hurt ourselves. <laughs> the problem is I just used my only one. <laughs> nice. In my prescience, so I can't force that to happen again. That's right. Okay. <sighs> I'll walk. Right, we'll, we'll go over just... and pick up the knife, I guess. And that's what you're doing.
1: <sighs> I hate this. I'm getting tired of this as well. Now, I'm starting to get down to this idea of killing Alistair. hmm To be fair, this was my idea. To mm-hmm. Come I shouldn't have told you that. He just looks at
0: you and goes... (laughs) with his teeth. (laughs) All right. (laughs) you got one more left in you. I don't have a choice, do I? All
1: right. Come on, give me an (laughs) We're going to go through the door again. Roll. (laughs) All right, so... I got a six... This is D6, right? And uh, D10. Yes, D6 and D10. Three.
0: Seven. S- ooh. Very interesting Bye Ernest Oh no <laughs> No, you step um, through the door And you are in a familiar room You are in the recording room Good And it is static The world around you is Ow! static And you can just hear, hear and feel This sort of static buzz Everything you see is this shifting grain of white That makes up this room Almost it's almost like someone has a projector pointed in every direction at once that's running static up like across the wall so you can see the room as if it's a room but it's almost like it is in this state of static and uh transfixed above the recording room table in this sort of semi-reclined semi-seated place looking at the ceiling you can see the static body of Herb Cush. Unconscious, seemingly just drifting above the tabletop. His body is also fluctuating and, and staticky. Ernest pauses for a second, and he's going
1: to ignite his lantern again and create an kind of area around him that slightly doesn't like remove the static, but makes it a little bit lighter. And Unless, like... He- yeah. I'm not trying to push anything back, just trying to try and create a little small area of reprieve. And he's going to put the lantern down and he's going to look dead. So, hmm. On my travels, I heard whispers and I've seen some things. In the desert, I saw that there was a creature trying to communicate and I spoke to some of the parasites there and they showed me some of his equipment and he was sending a signal here Mm -hmm. I believe that was the same creature that was helping me and Alistair, well helping, he tried to kill me and Alistair but he was trying to warn us about stuff that was going on
0: at the archipelago this was the guy who possessed her, who is that guy suspended in the whatever Good. Okay. What now? I think that's the
1: same creature that I've seen from Ilias. Hmm. Mm hmm. So, that means he's at least to some degree on our side, even though his methods nearly always hurt us. And it means he's sentient. Able to communicate. So you stay here. And Ernest is going to step out back into the static. Are you leaving the, the lantern mm-hmm. p- wheel lantern? So there, he yeah. so he's kind of protected by the light. And Ernest just is going to Lord just keep splitting it. Put his hands on the bench and shout. Allah! I'm here! And he is going to open up his mind.
0: Alright, make a perception checkpoint.
1: I don't know if I have any pluses to perception. Eight. It'd be intelligence. Oh, yeah, it's one of these things.
0: Um, okay, so that is an un- un- unnatural 12. All right? with an unnatural 12, as soon as you open your mouth, as soon as the words Allah come out, it's almost part of your brain, the part that is beginning to open as you're kind of letting letting go of this sort of control, as you let go with your mind and the word Allah comes out of your mouth. It's almost like it takes on a physical form in the air and then ripples and turns into this static and then fades into the static of the room. And then you are aware that someone is in your personal space. Right to like the left and behind you is that same figure from the hallway. Tall, the black suit, the white tie, the normal human hands, neck, chin, and then the crystal. And it's reaching for your face. (laughs) Amen. <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, Ernest is going to do his usual, uh, very planned out thing, and he's going to try and headbutt him.
0: Nice. Three plus my combat, five. Five does not hit. You swing forwards, and it just shifts its center of gravity. And moves and you're going, that's not how the spine should bend. That is not okay. As it moves around and it's going to <laughs> try and attack you. Oh no. I only have 45 health, so if... That's okay, so I only have 15, the t- you're fine. With a 10, does that hit? Yeah. Alright, that is 28 damage. Yeah. 28, 28 damage. As it grabs for your your um, chest and it gets you to, like just below the ribs. Like Neither just of us can be afforded to hit by this guy twice. That's a bit of a problem. And you feel this rippling agony as this crystalline form explodes across your chest. You feel this ripple of pain as your skin explodes and bursts into these red crystalline formations. And then this psychic scream in your head, Ernest, that just rings and rings and rings as you feel the full weight of this pressure bear down on your mind. Uh,
1: Ernest is going to do the only thing he can really think of and scream back. Okay. (laughs) Doing the same, just trying to do a psychological attack, scream back, and he is going to pull Derek Harlow's gun from his back pocket, click back the hammer, point it,
0: and yell, Bang! <laughs> All right. You fire the shot. Oh, so so cool. we jump back to you. Okay, so I'm outside, right? Mm-hmm. Nice, warm, <laughs> summer day. <laughs> Bit misty. Bit of a shame that it's so misty. I wander over, pick up the knife, shake off a little little normal-sized worm that would have climbed onto the Like, Nope, not today. Uh, I'm going to walk over to the van. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna stab the the knife through the like the back door of the van yeah literally just cuz like it's annoying teleporting to the knife when it's on the ground because it means I'm always sitting down so mm-hmm. just stab it into the van so it stays there like right this is a real reality I have an anchor here mm-hmm. so I can get back home All right. Um, what is the state of my arm is it still crystalline or is it um, melting off? Or, or it is off. beginning to drip blood as the crystals are, like, dissolve. almost dissolving almost in the It's almost like air. salt crystals,
1: with yeah. the more liquid, like, the more blood that comes to them, the more they, like, they dissolve.
0: Yeah, yeah. I call it the yeah. Salt so I in assume the it's, like, it's affected my blood, and my yep. blood has, has like, frozen in crystals. Something like that. You don't yep. quite understand how it's worked, okay. but it's something like this, yeah. Okay, is there anything I can do to, to change that to, like... Heal myself, or to ex- expedite that process, or anything like that. I think it's probably. I think that's probably I, do. probably. I think it's not, probably beyond what you can do right now. And with the crystal, you can't really. You could bandage it once this crystal goes down, then you can do some stuff. But right now, I just you have, have can't. to wait for it to yeah. melt. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just I sit there. I look at my incredibly painful. Like my going to be some serious scarring. My own blood sticking out through my skin. That's that's going to leave a mark. Yeah, you are actively suppressing this baseline throbbing pain that's yeah. radiating like up your arm. And probably the most back. pain he's been in in many many years. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. okay, I've never been stabbed with my own blood before. That's. That's Noob. That's it. And from the inside as well, it's pretty. I've never had my own blood explode cool. out from me. Pretty interesting. I really like that. It's Scientific. It's like he's saying this yeah. out loud to himself. He's like, I really, as he's like sulking, like, like, like doing that. You know, like the kids do, and they're like, yeah, like do like so. He's like doing that, but back towards the door. He's like, I'm really like. I'm gonna put my hand against the door. Hmm. Push it open. Mm -hmm. And I assume it's just darkness, Mm -hmm. as always. Uh, Now, I don't think this... I don't know if this is something I can do, because we haven't really discussed the, like, the new expanses of Alistair's, Alistair's like, future... um, Brain Brain powers. But basically, I'm going to close my eyes, and the way I've kind of understood his powers to work is that he has the prescience thing, which is kind of... Not combat-related, but it's more like... um, like his role or someone else's role, he can change that. But also it's, it's like this, he can see into the future. Not far, only a few seconds, but he can see into the future. So what I'd like to do, I'd like to reach my hand out into the darkness, close my eyes, and see if I can see into the future just a few seconds to see myself going into the room to see what form it's going to take when I walk through. That will be a using your prescience role. Okay. So envisaging that is the prescience role. So right. I can tell you, if you're going to substitute that for, you can tell me whether it's the D10 or the D6, I can tell you which yeah. room or in what state you will be Okay. once you've decided which prescience roll you're using. Okay. Okay, so I have three and an eight left. I know that the three, actually, no, I, well, technically I don't know this, but I know from Chess's roll that the three on the D6 means static, probably. So I don't have, have either of us rolled an eight on the D10 yet? I don't think so.
1: I think we've both rolled nines. I think yep. nine is the
0: storeroom. Nine is the storeroom. Seven is the recording room. And what did you roll last? Um, one and one is outside, outside normal. Yep. And one and I think four is the upside down. Four is the upside down gravity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how do I do this? I'm kind of tempted just to walk through and see what result I get. You've got well, to yeah. and That would tell yeah. you more. The more you roll and the more you take yeah. note of your rolls, the more you will. And knife. so far, yeah. it's also the thing sort of. of damaged like, you
1: can always teleport back and then leave
0: your knife again. You have an yeah. infinite amount of just. Well, that's what I thought. I'd leave my life, my knife in the normal reality, yeah. so I'm always anchored to that. Yeah, okay. So I so I, 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 do that. I close my eyes. I try and see through, and I realize that that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. i like, okay, so I just walk through. All right, roll. Cool. It's a six on the D. Six? Mm hmm. And a seven on the D ten, which I think means I'm in yeah, the storage. Yes, so you. Room, yeah. you.
1: Oh, but it, is that the mirror
0: plane? I don't, I know. Know, I don't know. Oh no, have we you not don't. seen this one? I actually haven't written one. So for a six, tell me what a six means. What state is the dimension in when you step into the recording room? I'm in the recording room. I just I forgot to write yep. one, and then you use the D six. Okay. Yep. Cool. Weed. <laughs> Or I could make it with a six you can choose. Uh, I, either way, whatever works narratively. I have an idea. I
1: right, can be cool to hear what
0: Go with ideas. the idea. Okay. Tell me what it is. So I walk into the room, and it's the recording room. Mm-hmm. And um, it's
1: this recording.
0: It's, <laughs> and I walk through the door and I see Chester, BJ, and Aubrey sitting at the end of a long oval-shaped desk with a TV at one side that has some recording equipment. There's a, there's a window outside. It's kind of windy. Maybe it's summer. I don't know. I I back out of the door slowly. I make eye
1: contact with BJ
0: Ingate. <laughs> and it's kind of scary. <laughs> and and then I say, Hey, what's going on? And he also says at the same time, Hey, what's going on? And I go, you're not supposed to be here. And he says, I don't supposed to be here. Oh, this is getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I w- <laughs> Narrative be, tension so first. <laughs> okay. Uh, I walk through the door. Uh, and I'm in the recording room. Mm-hmm. But it has no roof. Like, the roof is just gone. And it's... Um, it's... The walls are kind of, like, partially broken down, and, like, some of the recording equipment is there and everything. And the first thing I immediately get hit with is just bright sunlight. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and I can just see, like, the sky. And there's just sand everywhere. And I realise it's some kind of crossover with the desert.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether it's that I'm actually in the desert, or whether it's like a crossover of realities, but it's like there's a point where like the where there normally be a window where it's just broken out, and I can just look out and just see sand. Yeah, for like miles. And away. I will tell you another thing that you can see. This is also Alice's first time seeing the desert. Then. Yeah, I would have seen it. That you can see a spectral, almost gold spectral ghost of Herb Kush, floating above what is the remains of a semi. Mm buried table. Interesting. Okay. And I can't see the crystal. Man, I can't see Ernest. You can see. feel this vibration in the sand, like something is happening across the layers. Yeah, okay. Alright. Okay, I'm gonna um... I'm gonna walk over and I'm gonna try and interact with the the spectral... Herb. Uh, when you put your hand to it, you feel almost like this vibration, like music coming through, but your kind of hand just goes through him. Mm, okay. Um, no, he's, he's
1: smoked six. too much weed. Now he's become
0: spectral herb. <laughs> <laughs> In the desert. Um, make a perception check for me. Okay. It's like a death metal album cover. Ah, uh, natural 12. Natural 12. You're, like, focusing Plus on two. this, and it transitions from being a I can feel the vibrations of music to I can kind of hear it and it sounds mm-hmm. like surf rock. Is that it? Is that that's all what, I was? That's what he's that. 14 got Alright, oh with, with, a, with a natural 12, you, you're like, natural 12 plus 2. That's the same song that was playing on the little radio. Cool. Great. Love that. Alright, <laughs> I'm gonna roll. What does that tell you, BJ? Narratively. <coughs> I don't know. Herb's in the radio? Herb likes music. He likes surf rock. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find my way home, okay. and ideally with. Uh, I, I don't know. It tells me that Herb is in that radio in the room. Maybe there's a connection with the radio. The herb is radio. connected in the in the radio. I need the radio. Okay.
2: <sighs> there's a
0: one-to-one. Well, kind of like a kind of like a key that's the same color as the door that it unlocks. Yeah. Okay. It's like a Herb is linked to the radio in somehow that, yes. in that room. Okay. All right. Cool. Um cool. I'm gonna close my eyes and I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on Ernest, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna see if I can connect to him telepathically. Now, I don't know that we're in the same room. We're not in the same reality. We're in the same room. Um, I don't know if it'll work. Just roll. But I, you don't need trying. to roll. I would say that you're kind of used to this, but the thing is that it's always been an earnest he he initiated. He has to initiate, so you kind of open yourself it, yeah. up to this. And you hear a psychic scream. You hear this pounding kind of scream, which is both... Do I hear hear him say bang? (laughs) Which is, you hear, you kind of hear a tone, some kind of like something about the tone of the sound that feels like Ernest, but then there's like a sub tone to it, like two different things, not quite in harmony, but then maybe joining in harmony, something like, like there's two different tones going on. One feels like Ernest and one feels like something else. Mm. But that's all you get. He sounds like he's in trouble. Great. All right, we cut back to Ernest.
2: I'm in trouble. <laughs> you yeah, perfect.
0: And as the, the the blood is crystallizing I out of your don't chest. Like that. The hand is still like its fingers are inside <sighs> your skin. I need that Your like the this crystal face is right there, the bottom jaw. You can I don't see, like that you can see the teeth. You pull the gun out, you press it right to the head, like between the two red eyes that are glowing deep in this um crystal, and you open your psychic and you, like you open the psychic part of your brain and you yell bang and it shatters like a big portion of this crystal head as the thing rears back and crashes into the wall uh, it's at this point that whether you like it or not edgar is just like body slamming this thing into the wall in his human state but you can tell that he is like moments away from trying to change so i i'm guessing i'm not entirely sure how Ernest's new mechanics work but i'm guessing the, the gun is a psychic thing right it doesn't do any physical damage but yeah, it makes like psychic.
1: bitch well i can do it my finger or the gun because i'm reckoning the gun makes it like yeah feel more authentic and i could probably sell it
0: easier but yeah. type of thing but it's done physical damage to this this creature yeah physical psychic damage is physical damage basically to this you can case. die yeah. from psychic damage um, yeah. yeah basically and This is going to take a but second if he was to do that to a normal human yeah, it being it wouldn't
1: it wouldn't shatter its yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah take a second to like notice that and then he is going to step forwards around edgar and he is going to press his hand against the creature's chest and uh, with a 10 mm-hmm. water starts to flood into the room and flood over their feet
0: as they are now standing in the Dreaming. Okay. So you can transport... You can't take Edgar. Yeah, no, Um, You can take this creature to the Dreaming, yes. So the humming disappears, I'm assuming. The static goes away. The static goes away. You're in the dreaming, but there is still this kind of unbroken, psychic scream between the two of you that's this weird connection mentally that is unbroken because you're still together.
1: Yeah. Um, And Erst is going to snap his finger, and a... uh, the water, like, between them, just, like, goes away, so there is a small, like, two-metre kind of gap, like a water um, cavern between the two of them. And he's going to, like... Clap on his ears a few times and like make them pop. It's just like, <sighs> what's your deal, man? Like, are you are you trying to help us or are you? Because this isn't helping. I... Why would you help us before if this is what you're doing now?
0: Does it respond? No, just the scream unending.
1: Just shut up! <laughs> I can't hear myself think. Just five seconds!
0: It's not stopping. <laughs> and this thing is is losing its control. It's thrashing. And it's like it's trying to tear its physical body apart. Like I mean, it's that in sure some your kind either. of agony. Like it is it is tearing itself apart in this process. And it's unending. But it doesn't have a physical form in here. It does here. It does here? It what the thing are we the dealing same, with? The same that you have a physical form here, it has a physical form here. You okay. brought it here, but the
1: dreaming isn't a physical
0: place. No, it's it's a not a place. But Alistair so had but a physical you form. Yeah, but you've
1: got physical forms. But like, if I stab you in the dreaming, you're not getting stabbed in real life.
0: This no. is an Sao. Yeah, but you <laughs> shot it with a with a psychic weapon, and it did physical damage to it. So maybe it's somehow you like have it's brought. Body is linked. Yeah, you have brought the psyche of this creature into the dreaming along with your psyche. Yeah, that's why so you're yeah, not why seeing no, it's, its physical. Not, yeah, it's not a physical form. It's the psyche form. But what form. you're seeing, what you're seeing is trying to tear itself apart right. in a physical representation. Okay. It's trying to rip its own body apart. Okay.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. and is going to start kind of pacing around it as he does. The kind of cavern of the water starts to stretch out with him to create a full circle around it. What can I, what can I do? How can I help
0: you? Um, you're still feeling this, this scream, but there's still that pressure on your brain kind of thing. Like, And you, you do get the sense that there's this trying to get in, this trying to communicate, this trying to get some kind of message across. Well,
1: you helped us once. So I'm going to trust that you're helping us again. And he's going
0: to open his mind completely. Okay. We cut back to Alistair. <laughs> I love it. Help me, Alistair, It's just a, We got into this like, Ernest is having this really intense thing and Alistair's just like he's poking the bear. This is the goddamn like cave around. thing all over again. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Every time you guys split the party, what can I tell you? I didn't try to split. I was <laughs> going to be gone for 30 seconds and come back and just make Man, sure I'm I wasn't not saying I'm, I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm just saying it's what you've well, done. Well, I'm... <laughs> BJ, yo, Dylan's going. Who's calling you, Dylan? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right. While I'm here, because Alistair's never seen the desert before, so I think his natural curiosity of this place that he knows so much about, that he's heard so much about, that his spirit animal bird is from, and he's never seen it, I think that would kind of take over. Um, so he hears this, like, bang, and he's uh, like, oh, he's he seems like he's in trouble, looks around, well he's not here So I oh. guess I can't help him Oh he seems mad Oh, oh, oh he seems mad Oh no <laughs> So I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna turn And walk to the Recording room door mm-hmm. and, and open it And just like Swing is it Open Or is No is that the door Through the thing Like It opens into shadow Oh okay uh, Alright I'm gonna go Hmm Maybe in a minute I'm gonna walk over To the Like the window And I'm gonna try and Crawl up And like look out Over this like Broken wall Out into the yeah. desert um, what do I see? I guess you would be in the eye of the storm. If it's you so are, yeah. yeah. You are in this. You are in. You can kind of see for quite a long distance. Okay. Uh, ooh, ooh. You, you can, can do see, I for see quite the a long distance of just clear, unbroken sand that just has a gentle breeze moving across it. Yep. But out beyond that, you can see this raging sandstorm in every direction, and you seem to be in a very large. Eye of the storm. Is it like circular? Circular? Yeah, yeah. And I can see—is the wind like a like like a tornado? Yeah, like, like a tornado a, around. Yeah, it's really like calm in that middle bit, isn't but it's it? calm yeah. in this middle bit, and you can see for kilometers. Like That's the wind. And in kind of because of the way that the storm moves in and out, you can see these pillars. You can see right seven of them. Okay, so Alistair, just, Alistair looks. And he's like okay. Must be what Ernest was talking about. I guess if the archipelago is the centre of something, then if the realities are bleeding together, maybe that's why I can be here. Okay. And you're like sitting here thinking. Are you like crouched on top of the? Yeah. The it's the um. You're, it's the spider. It's like yeah. the Spider Verse. You're crouched me? on yeah. the you're wall, like looking <laughs> and thinking. And with no warning, you just become gradually aware that there's a presence next to you. And you kind of turn your head, and to your right, Karine is also crouched on the wall, <laughs> looking out at the desert. He's like, mm. Hi. Hmm? Hello, Alistair. Hello. It's good to see you. What are you doing Have here? I... Have I come to the desert? It does look that way. Huh. But then there was always going to be a time for you to come to the desert. I've always wanted to see it. Now you can. Were these always here? Mm Mm-hmm. Always. Everywhere. All at once. But were they always... Like, they were never... They were never surrounding the archipelago originally. Oh, they have been there since the beginning. Well, since the beginning of your kind your okay, time but i've never seen them before no They've well only they appeared are not. recently they are not physical in the sense that your body he pokes you is physical <laughs> but it is they are real in the sense that your spirit is real and BJ, he pokes you again bj hears in big top burger sound effects doing 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 yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and it's like they exist and they are real but they are not corporeal in the sense of flesh and blood and stone but they are now. They are now because is that of... because they're they're corporeal in, in flesh and blood and it's spiky blood. By the way, can you? That's another conversation. Just a second. Mm. They're real here in the desert. Mm-hmm. They exist across all other. But now something's gone wrong, and so now the physical stone pillars are starting to appear everywhere. Right, not just here in the archipelago. The archipelago is everywhere. How to put this? I did try to explain this to Ernest at one point. I don't remember. He's not great with details. He understood. The layers of your reality are not separate worlds, they are layers of the same world. Your world is the corporeal, physical world. Okay. The desert is. The part that it's is the space it. between them all, right? Yes, I and think no. A... Okay. It is the end of all. It is the beginning and the end of all. It is. I'm just gonna say it's between. That's that sure. makes more sense for me. We can go with that. Okay. It's not correct, but we can. <laughs> it. The yeah. desert is time. The desert is the layer that is. Time. Alistair is holding his fingers to his temples. Uh huh. So the pillars are here, in the fae, where the fae live, uh-huh. the pillars are there, in the same location. Uh-huh. He's like, mm. hmm, mm. I, mm, I could explain this with a piece of paper and a pen, but that's not, uh, it's a little bit done to death. Let me draw it out in the sand, that's not done to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then in this audio podcast, he does that, and then we look at it, and Alistair says, Oh, um, now that I see it, I sure. get it. <laughs> now, while well, you yeah. drew it out for me... Just to j- annoy all of you people listening at home, for just those, to yes. annoy watching you. watching on television. Yeah. If you were here in the desert with Alistair, you would get it, but you're not. So, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, c- can we do that? Can we yeah. have it? And no. then Alistair's like, oh, okay, I get it now. I think we have. Yeah, and let's not... Yeah, great. <laughs> We've done that now. Okay, yeah, that make that makes sense now. Yes. So... Are the seven pillars representative They're representative of the shepherds, right? So does that mean that there's seven layers including the desert? Because you're the shepherd of the desert, right? I am the shepherd of the desert. Okay. So then there's And I have seven siblings. Well Yes. Seven siblings now. Okay. I really I I really need to go, but this is I'm just, this is very interesting to me. Yes. Ernest is in trouble. Yes, I figured that out. He he doesn't say bang very often. You're the shepherd of the desert. Mm-hmm. There's the archipelago. I assume Earth has a desert, maybe. I'm uh, 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 oh, sorry, my arm really hurt. My blood stabbed me. <sighs> there's the desert, there's the fey, there's the dreaming. Is the dreaming a separate layer? The dreaming is a layer. Okay. Yes. One, two, hold on. Uh, desert, dreaming, the fey. That's still only four. Mm-hmm. So there's three more. Yes. There is a time for all of these. Okay, things. yeah. Alistair. One step at a time. Okay. You you've blown my you blown my mind. Um You asked. I did. Thank yes. It's this is I've I yes, I've never been here. This is very Deep breaths. <sighs> okay. <Whew. coughs> it's very sandy. <coughs> mm. I imagine it'd be worse in there. Can you do anything about m- this? He points to his arm with like the blood crystals slowly. Hmm. I can, cause it. I can. Really change. hurts. He he like t- uh extends a hand and this sort of slightly taloned mm-hmm. fingers with I sort of scaly skin, hand to him. and he he kind of rubs from the shoulder just down over the skin to the wrist, and they the crystals basically drop away under his touch and become. Just uh, blood. wounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that are all dripping blood, but the yep. crystals are gone. I cannot <sighs> mm. How, why I could... does that look worse? That looks oh. oh It would have taken about four hours for that to happen in your time. I can adjust that. I could adjust it to when it's healed, but unless you get that looked at, an infection will take place. Yep. So I uh, should not Ah uh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I won't run it forwards any further. No. No thanks. I'm good. Um Alistair's gonna start looking around for some cloth or something. You're not Bend. gonna find anything in the All right, where gonna, you are. I'm gonna rip my the bottom part of my jumper off then. Okay. Because 'Cause I've still got my knife, so I like yep. rip that and I guess he would help me and I'd like bandage it. Um do I get any health back for that or it's just It's just going it's not to stop you worse. from getting any worse at the moment, yes. All right. All right. Okay, carry on. Uh, oh, really good to see you again. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a bit worried about this. This shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't be possible. So, and Ernest is in there somewhere. We got... Severus, my father I shouldn't have left him on the carpet. But it was shag. Very weird. That's... Anyway. Sure. I guess I better go. Yes. It is time to go. He kind of opens the door for you. Yep. And I assume... Like, can you see... Is it... This is this just a door for you? No, and yes, and sometimes, and not always. It's just easier if you go, and he just sort of shoves you through the door with a big feathery wing. <laughs> Off you go. I- I'm about to say bye, and he just pushes me through. Yeah, uh, I guess I roll again? Yeah, Yeah. Oh, boy. It's a seven again and a four. Does that mean I am in the... Have I big brained this? That means means I'm in the recording room and I fall onto the ceiling. Yes. Okay. And Herb is there as well, still suspended. Okay. Herb seems to be in the recording room in every version of it. Ow! All right, (sighs) we cut back to Ernest in The Dreaming. Yep. All right.
1: I've opened my mind. You have
0: opened your mind to this creature, this crystalline figure. And as you do, there is this rush of pressure and pain and then the psychic scream cuts and you hear one word. Remember. "Remember." And as you look, Ernest, the figure ceases to thrash and move and then the crystals crack, shatter and it drops into the water of the dreaming and you are alone. And the psychic scream is gone and the pressure is gone and the voice is gone. First, pause for a second like okay
1: interesting and he's going to turn and find that he can't get out of the dreaming he can't break his way back out and he starts to like put his hands up like what this usually just does it on command and he's like
0: splashing around in the water turning around and he's stuck in the dream. As Carrion pushes you through the door, Alistair, you feel like you're falling into blackness, and there is this split second where you can tell that you're heading like gravity is forming around you. Oop, I'm tipping downwards. I know where I'm going. Yep. And then you hear this sort of reverberating, echoing call from Ernest, this scream of pain and fear, and it's not coming from that direction. It's coming from somewhere behind you and to your left, and you kind of rotate yourself in midair. Okay, so I rolled a seven and a four, which is the recording room with backwards gravity, mm-hmm. and I have a three in my pressing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna um, substitute the four on the d6 for a three. Okay, and we'll just mark that. Oh, off my thing. So I'm gonna substitute that for a seven and a three. Okay, with a seven and a three, you kind of rotate in midair and you kind of tip. Instead of tipping forwards, you tip backwards again out through the door, and you roll into the the ground of the recording room okay, okay. in its static state you see, uh, <sighs> oh. Oh, I you don't see like see herb in this static state floating above the table and you see Ernest against the recording the kind of the bench with all the recording re- equipment on it um screaming this sort of scream coming out of him you can see blood running out of his nose and you can see edgar has crashed into some kind of figure and then that Momentarily, you realize it is the same one that attacked you. And as he crashes it into the wall, the crystal head shatters and his thing drops dead to the ground. Um, Ernest's scream cuts out as it does so and he sways for a moment where he stands and then he drops to the ground unconscious. As you do, as this happens, uh, the static flickers, flickers, flickers and then begins to fade. And you are once more in the abandoned room. Right, as it should be. As it should be. And you can sense from the knife that you're actually in the same plane as the knife. Ah. Ooh. Okay, so Ernest has, killing this thing, has broken this. Yeah. This this thing. Okay, alright. Uh, okay, so Alistair's there, he's going to turn to Edgar and he's like, Edgar, are you okay? Are you alright? Edgar is kind of panting mm-hmm. you. And he's you. not really focusing on you, he's just moved to Ernest and he's checking okay. Ernest. Alistair can kind of see that he's okay and he, like, shakes Ernest Ernest, Edgar, what happened? What did he do? I don't know. He, I, and you can see the wounds on Ernest, the blood. It seems like he's being yeah. attacked in the same way. And I would see the crystal still. Yeah.
1: What's yeah. going on with Herb? Uh,
0: Psychic, uh, godlike Herb. <laughs> <laughs> Herb, what you, you you Herb? Do you kind of hear this <laughs> groan? And shakily, Herb Kush like stands up from behind the recording table, the round one, and he's like. Whoa, Herb? What? Herb. Hey, Alistair. He's fine. (laughs) And at this point, Ernest's eyes open. Yeah, Edgar, Edgar, at this point, is looking at Ernest. And as Ernest's eyes begin to flicker and open, Edgar pulls back and steps up and away a little bit as if he's uncertain. Or like something has caught him, like some kind of smell that he's trying to identify as Ernest uh, sits up. As Edgar backs away, Alistair rushes forward and helps Ernest to his feet and is like, you know, grabs his head, checks his pupils, all these things. He's like, Ernest, is this you? Are you okay? What happened?
1: Ernest sways slightly as he gets to his feet. He begins to blink quite rapidly and kind of jitter and shake almost like he's having a seizure almost like every muscle in his body is firing off all at once he begins to gargle as noises come out of his throat and they begin to form into sentences (laughs) submit submerge nobody nobody a
2: mirror Sponge, but you're free.
1: His head goes limp and lolls on his head, and he clicks it to the side and then looks up, and he slowly reaches a hand out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. if uh, you no, don't, <laughs> no. Don't laugh. I don't like it. You're scaring me.
2: Yeah! I'm back! Oh, yes!
1: Oh, yes. Hey! Shake, like, hold his hand out. And his hand's, like, shaking, right? Violently he shakes yours. Hey! Hey! Mmm! I know. Mm. Oh, oh. I'll be honest. Corporeal form, bit overrated, but this is. so we'll return to wherever you listen to podcasts very soon in early January. I hope you have a Merry Christmas.
2: His skin is covered by centuries of dust Once he was a great one Now he's done and rust. And all the tears dry in Can you feel the pain Of the sad, sad robot And it's driving him insane Can't turn back time on history So his life became a misery He has to face the destiny Nobody cares anymore Sad, sad robot Sad, sad robot Sad, sad robot all alone He's He's a sad, sad robot He's a sad, sad robot He's a sad, sad robot He's so alone